Dear listeners, welcome to the first episode of this podcast series. Join us on this journey as we unleash the testimonies and memories of women during the partition. The tormenting stories of perpetrated violence against women continue to make us flinch and yet have been ignored in history for decades. 1947 marked the end of the British rule and the division of colonial India into two independent countries, which we now know as Pakistan and India. This bloodshedding partition did not just divide two countries, but it tore apart two nations, paying with the lives of over 200 million innocent people. In many cases, children were manslaughtered at birth and dumped into rivers. The BBC history records show between 75,000 to 100,000 women being abducted or raped many of whom were forced to take their own lives, and the ones that attempted to fight back were thrown into wells or buried alive on the name of community honor. Today, seven decades on, the enduring trauma of the Indian partition still shakes our souls, especially the Valley of Kashmir, which continues to bleed. मेरा नाम बल्किस तारा है, 80 साल मेरी, यानी के उम्र है। My name is Balkis Tahira, and I'm 80 years old. I was eight years old when Hindustan and Pakistan were made. ते उस वक्त मैं छोटी थी। I was very young at the time, and I only remember Hindus and Sikhs fled Pakistan, and Muslims in India fled in the opposite direction. I remember these cars used to come to Miawali, where we used to live. They had big speakers on them. The Pakistanis would try to persuade people by saying vote for Qaidiyazm and the Hindus would try to persuade people to vote for Gandhi. This is how we found out Pakistan and Hindustan were going to be made. I clearly remember that several times the Hindus sent a truck full of dead bodies to Pakistan. We were told that this man named Tara Singh was killing a huge number of Muslims. Then the Muslims also fought back and killed some Hindus, but the numbers were less. Women suffered a lot. They used to insult and mistreat them. I cannot tell you what kind of things they did to women. In fact, my husband's grandma and uncle were caught by a Sikh. They tried to hide in a silo, but the Sikhs found him and sliced his body into pieces. They brutally beat up my husband's grandma and left her body in the silo. I also remember my daughter Jamila's mother-in-law, Amaji. She used to tell us that she migrated to Pakistan after the Sikhs came and killed her husband. The Sikhs brutally violated her, and her ear was split into two pieces as they tried to rip her earrings off of her ears. She came to Pakistan in a random truck that was passing by. When she came to Pakistan, she got her ear sewed up. God wanted her to live. So she survived, but she said they used to make the woman suffer a lot. We were always afraid that the Sikhs will come and kill us. That was the code word for the Hindus arriving in Pakistan. Whenever we heard anyone say that, we would migrate to a different village. This happened to us two or more times, but after that we did not migrate. We were afraid. We stayed at home. My dad was in India and my mum and our grandparents, along with my three brothers, were all in Pakistan, in Miawali. 
In fact, one of my brothers was born when the partition happened. His name is Manzoor, and the other two are older than him. My uncle Ghulam Ahmed also used to live with us, and whenever we would get scared, we would hide with him. This is how we used to spend our time. My husband used to live in India before the partition. Once the Sikhs came to kill him, but he had some oil and cloth with him, so he gave that to them, and then he asked them to go away. The man pulled out his sword from the scabbard. Thank God my husband and his friends ran upstairs and safely made their way to the refugee camps, where they stayed for a while. My husband had lost all contacts with his family. He sat on a random truck that was going to Pakistan, which was also attacked by the Sikhs, but God saved them. It was very common for people to lose contact with their families. There were many times when my husband sent a note to his family on planes that were going from Pakistan to India in the hope that he would reach his family. Till this day, killings like these are happening in Pakistan. In fact, we got robbed twice. We were scared that these people will come and kill us. They used to say bad things. They used to threaten us. So then one day, we decided to say goodbye to Pakistan. And now we live here and we're happy. Pakistan London is better than Pakistan. Although I miss Pakistan, I miss my siblings. They live in Lahore. Over a period of nine months after the partition, an estimate of over 9,000 women and kids were recovered in Punjab alone. The stories of the excruciating experiences reveal the concealed truth that the history we know fails to unfold. <laughs>